Hello and welcome to the Dark Punk Podcast, hosted by Guardrail. How do we start this again? Real howl? No. I actually like that. As a start. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh! Oh! What's up, you crazy fucks? And welcome to another episode of the Diet Punk Podcast. <laughs> very Dr. Demento. <laughs> as always, I am your host, Zach. And I'm your host, Alyssa. I'm your host, Kev. I'm your host, Ken. I'm your co-host, Doug. <laughs> And I'm your host. <laughs> and today we have Mike Stans. Co-host with the co-most. Mike wow. Stans. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh it's been since Halloween since we've done one of these. So um we figured it's a new year. Figure we'll talk about the last year we had a little bit and be reflective. Painful reflections, yeah. guys. 2023 has been weird. So it has been weird. It's been backwards. awesome, but it's been weird. And terrible. It's been a lot. Um, but we're going to focus above. on the good things. Yeah, we're going to focus on 2022 mm-hmm. when things have already happened. <laughs> <laughs> the things that are concrete. <laughs> yes. Um, so I guess since uh, since uh, last podcast around Halloween, what we've done was we recorded and released our Christmas tune, Christmas with My Dog, featuring the beautiful Dave Gomez of Summer Curse. And, and can you please now name all of the dogs and pets in the music video? I can. Also featuring. Yeah, no, it featured um, the the video that I put together. I just put out a bunch of uh, posts saying, hey, send us videos of your dogs. Got videos of over 60 dogs and the guardrail cats. Wow. And? A- and a snake. <laughs> snake. Highlight of the video. Andy snake, the snake in a sweater, right? Mm-hmm. He had a little Christmas sweater on. It was, it was beautiful. Snake in a sweater. Mm-hmm. Song was fun. We also played it. it. It came out the day before we played a show at Bottom Lounge uh, last month in December. It was like a Christmas uh, theme show that raised. Uh, ra- it, it was um, a fundraiser for Bennett. Uh, wow, for Toys for Tots. <laughs> it's been a long week, um, but yeah, we raised a shitload of toy donations for it and everything. And yeah, it was it was a fucking blast. It was a nightmare to put together. Um, I'll go into that a little bit. We were originally supposed to do a show. I'm not. I'm gonna leave out some details because like I don't want to like anti-Nazi. That's all you need to do. Okay. So there is. Um, so we were we were supposed to play this really cool show. We got approached about it right around Halloween times, and they said, "Hey, do you want to play the show?" Blah blah blah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put details in there. But name names, coward. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so we're like, okay, cool. Um, it was it was a promoter who we have some history with. He's a cool guy. And um, then we it was it was going to be at the the Brower House in Lombard. And I told the guy, hey, don't do that because I will definitely throw Brower House under the bus with the, their racist asses. No Brower House. Fuck yeah. Brower House for Fuck real though. Fuck Brower House, which. I, I, get, I can go on a little tangent about our experience at Brower House. Oh um, my god! Yeah, back in like 2015, right? I'd I'd been to Brower House a couple of times. It's it's out in the suburbs in Lombard. There was one time in 2015 we went to do a little uh, interview for uh, like a college radio station. Yeah, and so we did that. It was pretty much right down the street from from Brower House, and the mm-hmm. thing ended at like eight o'clock or something like that. So it was still so early. 
So we're like, okay, let's go somewhere for a drink, you know, let's hang out a little bit. And I, I knew the Brower House was down the street. I'd seen some bands there before. I saw Calabrese there once. It was really cool. So like, oh, let's go check that out. So we walk in. There's like, a, I don't know, probably a $5 cover or whatever. We get in there and there's this like three-piece kind of bluesy band of like these old dudes uh, playing. And they're just playing this like instrumental kind of ZZ Top sounding, you know, Thin Lizzy sounding kind of stuff. And we're like, this is pretty cool. Little Alyssa, did we know. <laughs> Alyssa goes to the bar to get a drink. We're kind of like looking for a table. That song ends and immediately just the most like bigoty, racisty shit was coming out of these old dudes' mouths. And uh, and then they said some other shit, and they said something about Hillary Clinton. I don't know. And then some guy yelled "White Power," and yeah. we're like, uh, our old guitarist Mike was just like, "Hey, let's go anywhere else, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> we're like, "Yeah." Uh, and then yeah. meanwhile, Alyssa was not even paying attention because she was getting her drink, so she walks back up to us with a drink and is just like, "Hey guys," and we're like, "We're leaving." <laughs> and Mike, why? I'm like, "Listen," and you're like, "Oh no!" Just look around. <laughs> and Mike was like, "We will help you drink that," and then oh, we yeah. drank that drink cumulatively uh-huh. in like 0.0 seconds and then left <laughs> we found a we pizza just place absorbed it <laughs> <laughs> we found a pizza place down the street we got there we got some big slices of pizza whatever and we just sat there in silence and just ate our pizza and just in shock and then you know fast forward a couple years later it's just like we keep hearing shit about that venue and then during uh the pandemic when you know the the george floyd protests were coming out and all the black lives matter stuff was uh, kind of you know at its peak of you know activity that the owner was just like putting posts on facebook like saying like all lives matter he was just one of those fucking dudes and He's like praising, He's praising Kyle Rittenhouse and all this shit. And we were just like, oh, so all the punks in our scene are just like, fuck Everybody that canceled Brow House. Yeah. So fast forward to this past, you know, November. Uh, I, I tell his promoter about that. He had no idea about any of this stuff. He'd been kind of out of the game for a bit. So he was like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, I will find a new venue. And then he found a new venue. And then that was the last I heard of from him. Still to this day, I have not gotten a response to any messages. Um, found out from our friends bad planning um that a different promoter took over this show and that promoter we've dealt with before and he's kind of a nightmare so i was like this can't be good and then of course it just went to shit so we decided to get our own show together um did that show even happen kevin becoming the show organizer (laughs) as per usual once again i become the booking agent um Thank you for your service. Yes, thank you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, you know, it's it's just Everybody a pleasure to serve. Everybody you know? appreciates you. Um, but yeah, so we we ended up getting a, a house show together out in Berwyn. Um, shout out to Sarah from uh, Hardly uh, and Jake from Farhampton oh, yeah. for giving up their house. Um, then literally the day before we were going to announce that, we got hit up by Bottom Lounge saying, do you guys want to do a show here? And I was like, well, we already have a show put together. It's a house show. Why don't we just combined shows so we did that so it turned yeah. out wonderful <laughs> but it was a nightmare leading up to it it was such a headache but ended up being a fucking blast and a good way to end the year on like a high note and not a a, a horrible show to you know in the suburbs somewhere playing to you know probably 20 people tops so my, my taproot co- fans out there <laughs> <laughs> um yeah my, my cousin and his girlfriend Tracks, came sorry. in from uh North Carolina 
and they went to see that show. Oh, Holy yeah, yeah. Moly. They, they didn't come just to see the show, but yes, I really they did. appreciate that they came. They nice. flew in for the show. They're like, we're coming to see you, bro. Wait, so if they didn't come for the show, then what did they come for? Well, they did a lot of stuff around the city, but... So, guardrail. Got it. Okay, and thank they, you, Doug. They, they and thank you, Doug. It was mostly for us, so thanks, Adam and Allison. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple friends of friends come for that show who had never seen us. Yeah. Also, and it Our was badass. Technically, original bass player Jesse came to the show. Wait, no. Well, yes and no. We always joke that he was our original founding <laughs> member because he came to one practice when we first started. But didn't he like not know any of the songs? He knew one of them. <laughs> anyway, um, we fucking love Jesse <laughs> so much. Yeah, no, he's he's a delight. He's a nurse, so he's always working nights, so he can never come to our shows. And he finally had a, a night off and was able to finally come he's and a see joy. us. I think the last time he came to see us was our first EP release show in 2015. Probably. Wait, the last time? Wow. No, he came to the Bikes and Roses show, but he showed up at 12:30 a.m. the day after that we played. I remember I saw him as we were leaving. Yes. I was walking I to the car like, and I was like, um, Jesse, what the fuck? I just, Jesse, I thought it is he a just, miracle that I am awake right now. <laughs> I thought he was just walking down the street by coincidence. He's like, no, I came to go see if you guys were still around. I'm like, well, <laughs> barely, dude. <laughs> but yeah, he had just flown in from LA and then went straight to our show. Yeah. I, I don't know. He might be a traveling nurse. All right. Shout out to he nurses is, yeah. and Jesse. He's so wholesome. He is. He's so wholesome and so fucking intense. <laughs> but <laughs> it's crazy because I barely made it to that show. He literally put on <laughs> eyeliner. I forgot about that. He literally put on eyeliner for our set. Good. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. He was he was going to a He a, wanted me to do it, but who did he ask well, to do it? He was going to an email party after. Also, but he wanted to make so sure intense. it was on for our set as who well. Did, do you know who ended up doing it? Larissa? She might have. Larissa or Dana, one one of them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Zach, uh, Zach yeah. almost didn't make the show. It was uh, it was my partner's birthday the day before, and she just turned thirty. And we had this huge celebration plan where it was going to be a funeral for her youth. Mm-hmm. And the last people left the house at seven fifteen a.m. Um, <laughs> I left so then, at two a.m. Yeah. So then I had to which... fall asleep somehow after that, and then yeah, woke up the next day at like four p.m. when I was supposed to be there for loading at three. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't actually make it to the show till like 7.45 when our set was at 9. Uh, <laughs> I think I watched Bad Planning, who played after us, but didn't see any of the seven other bands that played before us. <laughs> um, yeah, I was not in good shape. That was one of the worst hangovers I've had in a long time. <laughs> We're really proud of you, Zach. I know. I'm <laughs> We're you're like your fucking trooper. So. I, I saw on, because I hadn't heard from you and the whole day, and I was like, hmm. I was like, I was well, unconscious. There was- and I saw on your Instagram story that you posted the flyer for the show. And at the time it said nine hours ago. And I did the math. I'm like, that was like seven in the morning. <laughs> oh, good. So before I went to sleep, my last yeah. thought was, oh, I have a show today. I should tell people. Yeah. I was like, there was like caffeine going on at like 2 a.m. So it, it was, it was nonstop. not an appropriate time. No. <laughs> for <laughs> any sort of stimulants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which also, you are responsible, Zach, for all of the latest nights that I've stayed up in the past 10 years. <laughs> hey, cheers. I'm Marvel. Here's, to, do I know, that. here's to you. <laughs> I'm like, both times, I'm like, wow, I can't believe 
that I'm in this situation. Good for yeah. me. I mean, I'm actively <laughs> turning my eight to four job into an 11 to seven because I refuse to wake up in the morning and I <laughs> and can't also, fall asleep before two. They now. don't fucking need you at those original times that you just stated. No, <laughs> no, no, no. They definitely do not. No, you just need to get your work done whenever <laughs> times are most comfortable for you. Yep. Good. So. Zach's Good. the youngest in the band, and he's keeping the rest of us young. <laughs> Night owl. It's nice. No, he's just changing corporate policies. That's, That's all right. that matters. He's changing the, our, oh, the so corporate policies of our lives. Corporate. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. It's not. I think what everyone except for Doug was hungover for that show. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I was not. <laughs> I was. You weren't. No, not at all. Nope. Wait, no. what did I? Oh. I stayed up late, but I was. I did not drink. Ah, okay. Smart. Oh no, I um, I, I got I got very I stoned did. the night before, but I was feeling pretty sharp when I woke up the next day. True, <laughs> nice. we did talk nice. about stoner hangovers, like edible hangovers. Oh, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get. I get Everyone the, says that, I get but brain, it just makes me not be anxious. I get brain fogs the next day sometimes. For sure. Does that just make you not be anxious? No, I mean, no, I get anxious because then I can't remember stuff. But does that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I get anxious, like... and then I take an edible, and then I can't remember stuff. And then I get anxious, and then I take it. It's a vicious cycle. I don't cycle. know. If I take it at <laughs> night, the next day I'm like, I'm just accepting the things that are happening to me. <laughs> and I do not care because there are no implications, and I just accept them. Hey, everyone's different. I know. Yeah. When I have an edible before I go to bed, the next morning I kind of. You ever like when you take Nyquil and then you wake up the next morning and you're like extra like groggy? Yeah, that's what yes. I'm talking about. That, yeah, that happens to me a lot. It doesn't happen the, to the me. The droggies, the druggy goggies, the, dr- <laughs> the druggy goggies, <laughs> the druggy goggies. <laughs> I definitely had an experience earlier this druggy year drowsies. where I accidentally no, ate a I... bunch of edibles and woke up still stoned. Like I woke up, rubbed my <laughs> eyes, and still couldn't open them all the way, and I was like, "Oh, this is not good." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I, yeah! Yes, definitely had an experience like that when I was super, super sick. I ate a bunch of edibles. No, well, I baked them myself. That was the problem. My problem yeah. was they were homemade too. Yes, they were homemade <laughs> yep. edibles. That's the issue. Like I can eat like a hundred milligrams of like store bought edible ed- ed- edibles, edibles, <laughs> and like be totally fine. But I was like. I made these brownies. They're fine. Um, it was the only time in my life that I've ever been like, I can't see straight. Therefore, I can't go to work. Dear Matt, please text my boss that I'm so, 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 so sick that I can't go to work because I have pneumonia. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you're off in a bad way when you're like, hey, hey, other person in the room, could you send a text for me? Because <laughs> yeah. this, this, this thing is too complicated. I, I don't know, know. And it was like so, so well-meaning. So I had a whole conversation with my therapist about like, all I wanted to do was be okay for work. Yes. Like my whole, <laughs> like my, like the night before I was like, if I take, if I eat a brownie, I will sleep really well because that's like my whole, like, I don't know. If I, if I really need to sleep and not be stressed out, I will like eat an edible, like, a lot, like like 50 milligrams or something and like sleep really, really well and then wake up the next day, like not really like caring about stress things, but it was eat an edible, wake up the next morning, completely debilitated, <laughs> not able to like look at my phone or lift my arm or do anything. And so dear Matt, please text my boss these words and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It it, it it was fine. Well, I'm just glad you finally came down. Yeah, Welcome thank back. you. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, homemade edibles, and and so anyway, my therapist was like, 
well, there's your problem. <laughs> Homemade <laughs> edibles. Like you, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's your issue. Yeah. My problem was that I was at a wedding and there was some gummies being passed around and I assumed that they were from a store cause they, you know, looked like regular, like the store bought gummies. And I was like, Oh cool. So these are like five milligrams each. I'll just have two. And they were like, no, 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 no. Those were homemade. There's no way to check the dosage. And I was just like, Oh, we should go. We are all fucked. <laughs> Man, I think the highest I'd ever been was the day of the video shoot for social media. We afterwards went, I, we went to, um, you guys went to drop off gear at the space. I went with Larissa to this like market party thingamajig. And, um, there's someone there selling steak tacos that were infused. Sick. <laughs> and, uh, dangerous. I was so hungry cause we were at the video shoot all day and they didn't really eat anything, um, since the morning. So I was, I was dying. So I, I just was like, I need to eat this taco like now and it was amazing it was so good <laughs> and i ate it and it was probably 100 milligrams like, <laughs> at least at the very bare minimum i love that um, i was sitting at we went to the old irving down the street yeah <laughs> from uh from our practice space oh, yeah. and uh, you gave me one too <laughs> yeah i gave her one too but i i s- demolished it and then halfway through our <laughs> meal it just was like <laughs> you were like, I was like Fuck guys, yeah. I feel weird. <laughs> I started doing weird shit. I remember at one point I was just looking at Ken and doing like the worm with my arms. Oh, yeah. You're just like, you all right? I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those for? Like, who's who's getting those infused tacos and just eating them? They casually? were so many. Me, so <laughs> many. They were like 200 per taco or something. I don't know. It's it's like, like, it, was it was at least 100, um, maybe but more. It was like, I I got home. You were like not okay though. You were you were like not okay to be in a. F- not a fancy restaurant. In, in we were public. we were in like a brew. Pub. <laughs> we were in like a hipster yeah. brew pub, and you were like, guys. I feel weird. I feel like I was probably talking <laughs> way too like, loud. Um, it, like you, you weren't, but you <laughs> probably never felt like I was. You were <laughs> tweaking out, and it was it was adorable <laughs> and doing the worm. You you were Squidward incarnate. Squidward <laughs> future <laughs> entirely. Future. We got home, and then Larissa went to bed, and I just watched Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I nice. laughed my dick off. It was wonderful. The best way to oh, end that night. Oh my god! Yeah, and no, and that was so good. And right, those tacos were so delicious. They were. Amazing. And I remember, I ate mine, and and I had a great experience where I went to bed and I had an incredible night's sleep because I ate the whole thing, and then I woke up the next morning and was like, I am not stressed out by work. Nice. I feel like if there's anything that powerful, they shouldn't make it taste good. Right. That's a crime. They should always <laughs> make it taste good. I was like, I'll have a bite, and then it was gone. So <laughs> it was just too damn delicious. So I love steak tacos, so I was just like, ugh. And then, like, how are you only going to eat one taco? I would have eaten three, and I would have well, been in trouble. They only gave... Uh, I bought, we would have found I Zach in a sewer. And one was for Alyssa, one was for Larissa, and one was for me. So Alyssa, Larissa? Yeah. And Kevin. Kevin. Too, too many Issas. <laughs> yeah, good times. We should anyway, probably. Anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast we... about what? Yeah, this is the the Diet Punk uh, Edibles podcast. It's Diet Punk, but it's infused with what? Drugs. Should make our own called Gardables. Gardables. <laughs> Shall make your own called Gardables. <laughs> what? I love that idea. But they come in like 
adult proof containers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the whole they point of this, make your own. <laughs> they like they're very strong and they taste bad. <laughs> Wait, what are we calling them? Guardrailables. Guardables. 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 <laughs> There's definitely a market for this. <laughs> that almost sounds like lunchables. Guardables. Yeah. No guardables. They're like they they guard you from what? From getting too high. From life. From a bad time. <laughs> So 2022. Very unhealthy. So let's like. <laughs> we can talk about yeah. this shit all day, and we will. Let's recap. Uh, so 2022. Oh, burping. No, oh, yeah. Deep envy. Deep envy for 2022. The year of the burp. <laughs> year of the yeah burp and burp envy. Yeah, yeah. Wait, are you, for all those who uh, are you not burping? No. So all of the shout out to all of those who dis like. What is it called? Uh, people who do not have a burp reflex, <laughs> who cannot burp. Yeah, my we, mom. We hear you. Yeah, Kevin's mom. Me. You're the only two people I know. Many who of have us have that condition. Well, like all but... of my cousins. So I think it's it's hereditary. Oh, really? hmm. well, I I didn't catch it clearly, but well, to the dozens of you out there. Yeah. No thousands. So no. Uh, <laughs> so the subreddit no burp. Thousands and thousands of people. So I think it's oh, like shit. it's like subreddit for over five thousand. Yeah, five thousand plus. Well, I, I people. thought you were kind of able to now. Well, I had the cert, not surgery. It's the what? What's the less the intense procedure. name? The burp procedure. procedure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's a procedure. The burp seizure. The burp seizure. <laughs> um, Science. But it only like so all Botox. So what it is is yeah. like a it relaxes your burp reflexes. And like all procedures like that, it only lasts like oh, like up perm. to six months. Uh huh. Um, but eighty percent of people who get it are able to burp like their entire lives. Like they mm-hmm. they just so it's muscle memory. So I am able to yeah. burp sometimes, and that's a huge one hundred percent. I mean, arguably over one hundred percent improvement. Yeah. <laughs> in the uh, ability to burp and be comfortable and drink carbonated beverages. Yeah, my mom had the same thing. She she had the surgery or burp seizure. Burp um, seizure. And yes. recommended it to you, and then you did it. And she had yeah. the, kind of the same thing. It sort of wore off after a while. And then she, yeah. she tried a couple she, different times. And um, Does it happen for her sometimes now? Or? Um, yeah. We're bringing awareness. It's kind, of, it's kind of the same as you. Like every no, now and then and she'd and be I'm like, like, oh, this is an awareness. I had been to multiple doctors. And they had been like, this is GERD. This is like acid reflux. And I'm like, this is not fucking acid (laughs) reflux. (laughs) Asshole. Like, this is, I cannot burp. It's not the same thing as acid reflux. And I'm sure many, many people have been through the same thing. So, like, yes, it worked for a little while. And it. I do have a little burps now. And that's amazing and incredible. And they are so so beautiful and i cherish every single one but <laughs> not enough to drink like beer and stuff so yeah you're My, not found in the lacroix no but i was i was I'm a, yeah remember, <laughs> i remember you, you how that. happy you were every time you would burp you're like guys i burped like yeah, no and i still great. am i have <laughs> oh, wait, i have I celebrations <laughs> every single time so i'll probably have it at least once more because like it did it did work like the muscle memory absolutely uh-huh. thing i burp tiny burps a little bit sometimes, and I cherish every single one. They're all serving to be celebrated. But hell yeah, yeah. I don't know, just like your mom, your mom, Kevin. Your, your mom, mom burps. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> your mom learned how to burp. 
My mom, for my whole life, when she would try to burp, it would basically come out like this. Oh, oh wait, I can do it. I, I, let me just drink more alcohol. I'll do it. She'll do it. Um, yeah. Your inward burp? Uh, girl gargoyle noises. That's what I call them. The, my, <laughs> my, gr- my girl gargoyle noises. Oh, okay. Girl, ev- girl everyone, gar- please girl try gargoyle. to say that. Girl Girl gargoyle. Girl gargoyle. Can you say um, <laughs> girl gargoyle? Girl gargoyle. Girl gargoyle. is like a very fun thing that I know how to say. Which, which wristwatches are Swiss wristwatches? Girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle. <laughs> Unique New York. So we're going to talk about 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, are we, we might have to split this into two. Technically, that episodes. was a recap of your 2020. Yeah, we only took a, a very brief awareness break. We need to bring <laughs> awareness to this issue. The more you know. Yeah, some people can't burp, and sometimes edibles are too strong. Oh, Reach, there it is. That's the awareness that there we're spreading. Reach out to your friends. Pretty pretty yeah. They're burping. So um, we're going to go around and kind of just talk about our either our favorite or just a notable show that we played this year. So or we're we're gonna do a few things. But do you want to start with that, or do you want to do a different question first? What do you guys think? And one more girl gargoyle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's evil. It's exactly what my mom has sounded know. like. My That's whole life. what I do instead of burping. And all of the like gastroenterologists are like, "Uh, you should stop doing that." And I'm like, "Well, then, what the fuck am I supposed to do?" And man? you're like. Oh. <laughs> Like, I can't burp. That's what I do instead of burping. And he was like, well, that's forcing more air into your stomach. And I'm like, well, force air in your well stomach. how do I force air out of my stomach? And he was like, oh, acid reflux. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> oh, no. Thanks, dude. Fucking A. <laughs> I guess we'll start with shows. Um, now that we heard the girl gargoyle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now I'm just going to do it forever. Um, who wants to start? You want to start with Ken? Favorite shows of ours? Um, yeah. Or ones that you went to. Or both. Let's do ones we went I, to I first. Have, I have those as separate categories. Ones we, right, went, ones to, we went to. Ones we went to first. The, the two that were my favorite recently in November, Bad Omens and Dayseeker. Mm. Who else was playing that? I can't. It was Make, uh, them, uh, Make Them Suffer. I was at that one too with you. Yeah. that. I mean, the album I listened to the most this year was that Bad Omens album. And they just kind of capped off the year. <laughs> Perfectly. <laughs> so they're making and, boy uh, gargoyle noises. Yeah. <laughs> boy gargoyle. Uh, and then just like a throwback show, even though he like busted his Achilles, it was uh, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a bucket list. Like, oh, I want to see them eventually. And then yeah. they came back, and I think the first Chicago show, he ripped or popped his Achilles. Yeah, something happened where he fucked up his ankle, I remember. So the second show is the one oh. I went to, and he was just sitting down the whole time, but he was still angry, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> he was still pissed. So those were my two favorite shows that I could think of. Hell yeah. For me, that Bad Omens show was pretty cool. I was on the... I, I had several mushroom microdose uh, capsules, and I had a great time at that show. Cause there's a lot of cool-ass lights and the LED screens and all this shit. At one point, I thought the guitarist was on the screen, and uh, then he walked away from the screen. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) But that was a blast. Um, Seeing Story of the Year in Vegas was cool as fuck at one in the morning. Was that an accident or on purpose? Yes. No, that was the show I went to. Got it. Thanks. The accident was, we talked about this, I think, in the last one, where I, I accidentally literally bumped into Fat Mike at that show. 
Gosh. Um, and then I also, I think another big highlight show for me was the, uh, I went with Dave Gomez and saw Bowling for Soup, Less Than Jake, and the Aquabats. It was a fucking blast. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, yeah, those were probably my favorites. I forgot Riot Fest just going that one day. It was fun. But oh yeah, I was underwhelmed by not my chemical romance, like the playing ability, just the show was... Why? Because after every song, it was 10 minutes of people not... I mean, safety You were first. underwhelmed by them looking out for people's safety and well-being. No. Yes. Ken just wanted bloodshed, and yeah. he didn't Ken get it, so he was pissed. I mean, just. if you thought the flow of the show was great, then... I well, mean, the that's flow what I'm show would have been great if people weren't literally crushing each other. Exactly. Yeah. So that's you're blaming not the band, but the audience. The audience, just the, the audience situation, the I guess. Like if you saw them at an arena or just like in well, a no, they. Different so situation. I was reading, and they actually had to stop all of their other oh, shows <laughs> once. Like not between every song, like they had to do at Riot Fest, but like at least once or twice. I mean, they had a like, thing on their screen already that was like yeah. words saying, "Hey, everyone." They had had up. to I mean, do that at every single other ridiculous. show. Asked people to like move back because people were crushing each other. Yeah, it, so it wasn't them. It was people acting crazy. Yeah, and like from where we were, I don't know. Right, and that's it was I don't just, know. Those people ruined the show for everyone else. I, I, everyone was like super super desperate to like get their piece of it and like yeah. I don't know be up close and that's some sort of like weird human nature thing that like people desire so much that they will like overpower other people's well-being <laughs> to like be closer to what like the thing I mean it's a selfish worship of an idol yeah yeah, yeah it, it it is a selfish worship in a, of an idol and I'm like I will start my own yeah. podcast about why that's a bad thing and in what ways we do that but like I was watching Marky Ramone and I got kicked in the face during Blitz. The way it should be. Well, I mean, <laughs> Kevin, were you asking for it? You yeah. should have seen the no. way he was dressed. I was just gonna say, <laughs> I was I was dressed to impress. Not a joke. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, I've seen that at plenty of shows where it happens. Yeah, like you said once, and it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, can you help this these people up? But just like after every song, I was just like, geez, just what's so going mad. on? People were just being I remember, bonkers. yeah, that yeah. is probably, that is the second most insane show that I have been to, which is in, like <laughs> double crazy because the second one was oh. in like 2008 and it was at Rage Against the Machine at Lollapalooza. And that was the, oh. other, the only other show that I've been to where people were getting brought out on stretchers and where the band Thanks. had to stop being like, this is an emergency and super fucked up and we are going to stop in the middle of our song. Because you guys are being awful to each other, and we have ambulances here. So yeah. wild. Take take three steps back. The end. <laughs> what was a what was a show you went to? That My ripped. Absolute favorite show. Maybe I don't know. Definitely the past like past like five years was this year, and it was Amigo the Devil, Murder by Death, and Samantha Crane. Oh, nice. And I was at Talia Hall. And they just like, I don't know, Amigo the Devil just like puts on an, an incredible show. He's a, yeah, he's such a good artist and I think meshes really, really well with Murder by Death, which is like, there's, um, Sarah Balliot is literally the reason that I started playing cello in high school. Oh, like, I majored in cello in college pretty much because of her. 
And then Samantha Crane is also an incredible singer-songwriter. And I don't know. It was, it was a great night. Hell yeah. I got to say that a show that you went to that looked incredible was Andrew Bird. Oh, oh Andrew yeah. Bird. At, you want to talk about that? Yeah, the Fourth Presbyterian Church. So he's, I don't know, he's been doing this for like a decade, though. I think this year he had like eight or nine nights at the Fourth Presbyterian Church. Um, yeah, I, the acoustics are incredible. The whole venue is incredible. That was also a highlight. Also, Andrew Bird. I mean, I, I was an orchestra nerd in high school for anybody who was a... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Sarah Balliot, Andrew Bird, they they win. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, it was like, was it an instrument or some contraption that the speakers that they used? Oh yeah, yeah. Put, it's, like, the, it's the it's the rotating speakers. I don't remember. I I have to like look back and what those are. He he's been using this for quite a while. They like rotate and give kind of like a Doppler effect. And in a cathedral, it was like amplified tenfold. So yeah, I think yeah, there was only like a, a couple songs that he did that were solely those. <laughs> but to have like a um, a looped violin effect going like in rotating, um, what are they called? Uh, like wavelengths or something? No, no, no. Like what, what, what were those like old school like speakers called? The rotary. I don't know. They're uh, um, phono phonographs. Phonographs. Yes. Old school phonographs. Look at this phonograph. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shut up, Chad. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, they have like wrote like literally like rotating phonograph speakers amplifying voice and violin it was just like. Were, were they rotating in a at, cathedral? Were they rotating at the same rate, or were no? They, they weren't separate. So, um, so there were so separate. So it's always kind of different. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Yeah. yeah so the cool. the bass was like rotating in a much much larger phonograph speaker, in at at a higher elevation than the lower frequencies and at a lower rotation speed. Neat. It was so neat. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck yeah. My favorite show that I went to was not quite that cool, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, sell us on it. <laughs> Okie dokie, Doug. There were no rotating speakers, and it was at Beat Kitchen. Um, and it was, I went to see Future Teens. Sick. It was right after their um, record release for um, Self Help, and that was an incredible show. Um, the other bands were Snow Ellet, Rat Tally, and Camp Trash. And every single band that evening was absolutely amazing. And it's one of those shows that, like, every single thing the whole night just hit. And uh, it was a really good feel. So, yeah. Yeah, Beekitchen, top venues to see Yeah, and Beekitchen Bee just sounds so good, too. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I really appreciate everyone they have doing sound there. Jay. Everyone at that venue, so yeah, um, yeah. Shout shouts out, to, out to all those bands and everyone at Beat Kitchen. You guys are doing it right. That's dope because one of my favorite shows this year was also at the Beat Kitchen. Nice. Uh, I've got a list of six here um, <laughs> because I go to a Hell fucking yeah. shit ton of shows and I couldn't <laughs> pick just one. 
Uh, the one that was at the Bee Kitchen was I got to see Paris for the first time, and they nice. played what I would describe as a flawless set. Um, yeah. Yeah, go see Paris if you get the chance. Uh, I also got to see Idols this year at Metro, which oh, was insane. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Saw Wilhelm scream at Cover Lounge, which was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent was it two- too loud? It, it was entirely too loud. <laughs> they were the loudest band I've ever seen play Cobra Lounge, which is already that a, is oh, wow. a <laughs> Dude. But like, it's also one of the first times I've heard it be that loud and actually sound good. So okay. shout out to Wilhelm Scream for that good. one. Okay. Hell yeah. Like, uh, 68 was like that too. Yes. Yeah. That was also one of the best bands I've seen at Cobra Lounge. Right. Fucking 68 rules. Um, I saw Into It Over It two days in a row with Sweet Pill at Sleeping Village recently, which was incredible. I also saw Sweet Pill open for La Dispute at Talia Hall, which was very cool. I'm realizing right now all of the shows on my list are at different venues. Oh, my God. And my favorite bottom line show this year was uh, I saw Misery Signals with Comeback Kid and End, which was fucking gnarly. It was also one of the best smelling metalcore shows I've ever been to, which was... (laughs) It's, I mean, notable just because if, if you've ever seen a metal show, you know, there's usually kind of a funk going on, but it smelled incredible. So I don't know. Something Hell about yeah. that was nice. Nice. Um, yeah. And that's my uh, top six shows I saw. I guess seven because one of them was two nights, but. Oh, hell yeah. That counts. Yep. Hell yeah. My resolution for 2023 is to go to more shows because I don't go to enough. Nice. Hell yeah. Do it. Me and Zach go to a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I also saw Won't Stay Dead a bunch of times at Liars Club, and they're always great. Uh, I think specifically the Sweetie video release show was very fucking cool. Oh, that was a lot of fun. I was at that with you. Yeah. That is that was, the one that they we were a part of their blood sacrifice? Was that the one? Uh, no, that was a different one. <laughs> that was a different one. Won't Stay Dead's awesome. Love them yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell no, yeah. That was the one. I don't think you were there, but it was them and Sweetie and a bunch of drag performers because they had, uh, it was Sweetie's music was, video release for there. Devil Girl. I okay. was there, but I, I had to leave during the drag performance because Larissa was not feeling well and I had to get her, re- uh, relieve her of her puppy watching duties so she could go to bed. But that was a blast. That band rolls. Let's do uh, our favorite or at least just notable shows we played this year. I guess we'll just go around the circle again. Uh, I'd say Concord was definitely up there, opening up for Anna Shikari. Yeah. And playing to a pretty... At least a thousand people. I couldn't really tell if it was filled or not, but it felt like it. And everyone uh, seemed to have fun with us. Yeah. And then another just random show that was a lot of fun was that Beer Fest in Ravenswood. Yes. Heck yeah. Was not expecting to play a street fest this year for... (laughs) aging punkers with their like little kids and strollers and, it was and stuff. Everybody. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, and like kudos <laughs> to them for like the sound organization. Cause they really did have like us being broadcast to the entire length of the street fest, which was a couple blocks. Yeah. That show was fun. Cause it was just like, like my, our, our buddy Ben was saying that he, he goes to a lot of those kinds of fests and cause he, he likes beer. Girl, 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 girl. Oh. <laughs> I thought there was a dog barking in the distance. Was over there, like. Sorry, I was. I can't burp, so I just gotta. Just got a girl, girl, girl. I got gas. Um, no, but he was saying he he goes to a lot of those, and he's like, normally when the bands are playing, it's just kind of like they're just there, just sort of background noise. Just a couple people hang, hanging out watching. He's like, but everyone around was just watching you guys because you guys were actually entertaining. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what I like to hear. 
I started our set. I remember I just went, what's up, day drinkers? Because like four <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> and uh, I never played a show wearing sunglasses before. That was fun. Got to yeah, live out true. our dream. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Our dream. Um, so like my partner's niece was there and she was like, I don't know, afterwards we like went somewhere to eat. And they asked me to like sing something. And I was like, no, I'm not going to sing that. And she was like, oh, you'll sing for thousands of people, but you won't sing for us. <laughs> I was like, it's different. Um, I try and describe this all the time. It's thousands different. Thousands of people, oh, yeah. my friend. <laughs> Are you sure? It's like anytime I'm near a guitar, someone's like, <laughs> Maybe, oh, play something for me. I'm like, no. Like we've what? played it. We've played in front of thousands of people, like cumulative it's, yes. e- it's easier to like, if you added them all up. I don't know, but there were a lot of people at that street fest. There was. It's easier Not to thousands, pretend. Yeah. But many, it's easier many. to pretend no one's there when there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's true. A lot of pressure when it's that like, intimate. When I when I would drum at Bears games in front of like thousands? so many thousand people, it's it, <laughs> it just becomes a blur. It's just pe- people. You'll drum in front of thousands of people, people. but not it's Alyssa's just niece. A lot of people and. <laughs> They just end up like being a blur of faces that you just don't care about as much. Right. I think one of my favorite shows was um, playing on Lagwagon Day, May 16th. Played with, uh, it, it was at Sub T with Hot Milk and Dollskin. Mm-hmm. That was a blast because we got to actually play May 16th by Lagwagon. On, on May 16th. 16th. <laughs> yeah. We did a really good job of it. I was like, hell yeah, we did it. We pulled it off. That song's a weird song to play, kind of. But. Yeah, it was that was a great show because everyone there was having a good time from the start. So it was also weird because it was definitely a younger crowd, and we're like, we're playing the Lagwagon song, and everyone was like, what? Well, <laughs> there were like <laughs> several people who were like Lagwagon. Yeah, there was a handful, Hell a small yes. handful in like a room filled with like three hundred people. Thousands of people were there. Yeah, thousands, thousands of people of were there. There was like thirteen that were like Lagwagon. <laughs> it was for them, you know. It was. And hopefully, I thought, we, t- we, I thought more we taught some kids. I, w- I said something like, "You guys, uh, fans of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2? and like the same ten, thirteen ten people. people. It was like, yeah. Same people yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Really? <laughs> what? Not even the remake, the remaster, or whatever? <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Oh, is it? it oh my is. god, it's amazing. Yeah. It's one of the games I keep installed because Are you also very incredibly good at it, Zach. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. That's all I want to know. You know, I am resident Tony Hawk king of the band. We found you out on tour. By oh, like yeah. a wide fucking margin. Yeah. yeah. You destroyed us. Yeah. By a lot. Clearly, Zach had very focused childhood. There's not a lot of things <laughs> I can do. I can play Tony Hawk though. Yeah, like a I just did not master. I did not retain my Tony Hawk skills. They just no. I was went fresh away. I was playing the remake. So yeah. use it. You lose it. I <laughs> see I did, but I I've never played it on N sixty four and it just like fucked me up when well, we were playing that on tour. I was just Oh, also with um I'd also been drinking. In the remake, they added back um, like revert and manuals. Oh yeah, that was the nice thing about you it. You don't have that in the original, and that sucks to not have. Oh yeah. So your combos are like way smaller. Combos are trash. You've got to plan out your manuals, bro. I know. It's yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, my favorite show was probably that one. It, I mean, my my favorite show was probably the Concord one, but that that was a solid other one that we played for sure. Um, my my favorite show was a fairly recent one. Um, October fifteenth. Oh, um, yeah. that was at <laughs> that was at Cubby Bear. We played the weekend's release show for fluorescence. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Magwas. I don't. I don't even know if Magwas. I ever fig- okay, I don't Magwas. know if I ever figure out how to actually say their name, but they were. I, I, I asked them. I heard them okay. say it. And I committed it to memory. I'm sorry. Yes. 
I'm sorry, Magwas. I appreciate you. I kept um, calling them the Magwais, which is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also with Fernway, which I've been listening to them for a very long time. And it was crazy to actually like play a show with them after I had been listening to them for like, I don't know, four or five years at this point since their first EP release I've discovered randomly on Spotify. <laughs> so Word. Um, it was really cool to talk to them and get to see them play. I wish I'd talked to them earlier because they would have totally played anything off of that first EP, which they did not play anything off of. And fucked up. Next now time, I regret Doug. it. So hopefully we um, play with them again because they are mm-hmm. great guys. Where are they from again? Um, East, East Pennsylvania. Coast. East Coast. Yeah, I think yeah, it was that's Pennsylvania. that's what I want to say. Something like that, yeah. We're, we skipped Alyssa, I think. I think we did. No, we didn't because I'm going now. Oh. Um, <laughs> so mine was the night before the beer fest at like a little tiny ass little fucking dive bar called Reed's Local. $3 hams. Just Shout like they don't Reed. really have a stage. Mm. They just like have a little thing. We played with Torch the Hive who I fucking love. Yes. They're always fantastic. Like I don't know. It was uh, and I think one of my coworkers, one of my favorite coworkers was visiting from New York. Like she has only been here like once before and it was like 10 years ago or something like that. So just to like have her there and like she's a beer fucking fanatic and was like, I've never had hams. So to be like, I drink, I don't know. She drinks so much hams. going ham on hams. We had like everybody do um, some Malort. We all did Malort. That was a blast. It was just like, I don't know, just like good vibes. Everyone had like such a blast that night. Um. We played super well. Everyone just like yeah. Did that great. that weekend, um, we played that show, and then the next day we played the beer fest. And Zach couldn't play those shows because yeah, I was gonna say thank you for talking about them because I wasn't there for either. Yeah, because didn't oh, Lauren had, Lauren had COVID Lauren right? Had COVID. So oh, he had him. Yeah, you were like I'm fine, but I don't want to risk yeah. fucking you guys up. Oh yeah. So I I had to play guitar, kind of spur of the moment, which was fun. <laughs> they had but both like, of those oof. shows. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so intense. Yeah. That is a detail of that weekend that I do not remember. Yeah. I remember it. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't remember like half of the first night and then the half of the <laughs> second day. <laughs> so <laughs> so there's that. Hell yeah. Well, my favorite show, shout out to the Bee Kitchen once more. It was definitely <laughs> Snooze Fest, which we started the year off with. Mm-hmm. Um, during our set, we uh, coordinated to get a pillow fight going in the pit dude yes which was an unbelievable success i thought it would maybe just happen for like a song <laughs> but it happened like the whole so set great. yeah so great um <laughs> i think you th- i think so uh the, the pillows got thrown out about a third song into our set and we played i think 10 songs and the rest of the set was just people smacking each other with pillows <laughs> yeah. the entire and the time the sound guy was like i have not played a set I, like i have not worked this late in like 5 years but I'm not mad because that was awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, good. Yeah, that, that I was, too. That was a fucking blast. And not to mention that whole night was just rad. Bunch of incredible bands. Oh, so yeah, good. every band was so fucking good. Got to play with much the same. Finally, I've been listening to them since high school, so it's just like Seriously, and awesome also that we're like homies so nice. with them now. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. That was a that was a remarkable night. I also feel like was the sub tea hot milk show, mm-hmm. hot milk Dalska in this year. That yes. deserve, it just deserves a call out. I, dis- that was I like, did. 
That, oh, was, did the, you? that was the Lagwagon Day show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was. Uh-huh. Okay, same, same. Good stuff. It's weird. It's hard. Thank you for bringing that up. It's two things. And we played with Dalskin twice this yeah. year, and both times, very good. I enjoy them very much. I know, and they were all on, like, Mondays. We yeah, played with them three times. Yeah, it's been a series of Monday, Monday shows. I know, we played, we played with them last year in October, and that was on a Thursday, I think. And then we played Enjoy with them. Like, the hot like, milk show that we did with them was on a Monday. I yeah, think, and right? they they were both on Mondays. No, this one we'll was Wednesday. The last one was a Wednesday. We'll have to drive oh, down. Also to, shitty because I kept screaming <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> 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 we'll have to drive down to uh, Arizona and do a weeknight show. Yes, please, that. Arizona. Yeah. Can it please be in like <laughs> they fact, three. like January like through March? <laughs> 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 yeah, let's do it when it's all shitty out. That'd be great. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, any, let's, let's go around real quick and just mention, uh, a favorite, uh, album or two that you, you liked this year. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll start it off. Um, yeah. I again have a, have a list of a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, I kind of have two different lists for this because I think my favorite records, the things that I listen to the most, um, all except one of them did not come out this year. So I've got a separate <laughs> list for things that did come out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that fits both those categories is the new Wilhelm Scream, Lose Your Delusion, which is a very fucking cool record. I didn't like yeah. it as much at first, but it grew on me heavy. And then for o- other things that came out this year, I don't know if it's bogus to say, but uh, the Linen Method record finally came out. I <laughs> love that record. I worked so hard on it. It's still very good. And then also uh, Sweet Pill, who I mentioned earlier, who I've seen three times now. I've been obsessed with them recently. Uh, there's a new Laserbeak record, which is one of the producers from a hip-hop collective called Doomtree, where he put out a mostly electronic music record called Lava Bangers 2, which is very oh, fucking good. I forgot about that. And I gotta then, give that another listen. I love Doomtree. It's very good. Uh, the new Laserbeak record's incredible. Um, I gotta check it's it out. not anything like anything they've ever done before. Interesting. Um, and then one of my other favorite records that came out this year is the new Beyonce record because it's like this <laughs> yeah. weird house throwback record that she it just is. sings in the over. House artist is from Chicago, and like no it's shit. so yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I listened to a like an NPR interview with like the house artist. I don't remember their name, but like it's like an old school house yeah. person that like she reached out to and was like, you're the person. And yeah. so the vibes on house that record, music was yeah, born in Chicago. Yeah. yeah, man, the vibes on that record are immaculate. Um, but then as far as like the things that I actually listen to the most, uh, are again, that Wilhelm scream record. Uh, I was obsessed with uh, brave faces, everyone by Spanish love songs. Mm-hmm. Um, obsessed with you can't stay here by iron Sheik, And then, uh, another shout out to won't stay dead because, I saw them mm-hmm. for the first time like last October or something, and yeah, it was when we played with them at the uh, Punk the Burbs. That was where we like met them. Yeah, just thoroughly blown away by that band. I've seen them probably at least a dozen times by now. <laughs> uh, I'm now friends with them. We've uh-huh. hung out outside of shows, uh, but legitimately, like, absolutely adored the record that they put out. Um, yeah, have not stopped listening to it. I think it was my most played record this year. Yeah. That, that that CD has just been in Larissa's car for the last since Punk the Verbs. Yeah, <laughs> up until recently, I like I was like, oh, I wonder what's in here, and I it, it's still that. I was like, oh hell yeah! But yeah. I, I I bought the CD uh, at the Snooze Fest show because they also played Snooze Fest last year. Yes. And um, the day after, me and Lauren drove down to Florida to go visit my mom, and literally must have listened to it five or six times on the drive down. <laughs> 
and it lived in my car ever since because I've got an old car with only a single CD player and the radio. So nice. <laughs> put a lot of time in with that one. Hell yeah. And that's it. That's all I got. Kenny boy. All righty. A few albums that I was listening to. Well, I think the top one was that new Bad Omens album. Just consistently listening to it throughout the year. Mm-hmm. A newer one was uh, He Is Legend, the, their new album. I think they're Ooh, just yes. consistently awesome. Uh, Norma Jean, that new album was good. I love this. It's 2009. Alexis <laughs> on Fire? Alex is on Fire? However you say it. I don't know. It's Alexis on Fire. That album was great, too. Yeah. It was... Uh, I like that you're just new albums by bands that were huge a decade ago. That rules. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw this lineup. Uh, <laughs> new Straight from the Path. Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, new Alter Bridge. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, Monuments. More like prog rock or prog metal. Moontooth. Mm. Actually, the Moontooth guitarist had like a seizure, had seizures or something and had to go to the hospital for like a month. On coma? Shit. No, like at practice, he oh, just damn. fainted. And then wow. I think like after three or four weeks, he got out of the coma and posted a little update. He's like, it's going to take a while for me to, you know, play guitar again. And like three days later, he's just like shredding. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, all right, he's back. I guess when you're that uh, good, a bad day for you is a good day for anybody else. Yeah. Uh, and then some others that I haven't listened to as much, but I would need to get back into is like that new Coheed album. I think I only listened to it. Mm once or twice Amberlin's EP was good and Silverstein record nothing more so yeah pretty much all bands are weird <laughs> came out decades ago shit My, loyal uh, fan over here Ken Eugle yeah <laughs> loyal fan Ken that's what we call him probably have a list of like new stuff that I had found but those were my favorite of this year yeah uh, mine the the one I listened to the most was probably Silverstein it was just very much a lot of Everything that I listened to is kind of all on that record, like more pop punky sounding stuff, the like post hardcore stuff, acoustic stuff, poppy stuff, emo stuff. It was, the heavier stuff on that record rules. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really fucking dope. Um, the new Bowling for Soup record was awesome because it's like classic silly silly goose time Bowling for Soup, but then there's also a lot of songs that are very like self aware about like being old and reminiscing about the good times and kind of looking back on bad times. I don't know. There's oh, just a it, lot of cool stuff like that. And you're that. saying that was your favorite? You, the lyric writer of Guardrail, who writes a bunch of songs about being old and reminiscing and, and having a silly goose time? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Weird. I want to be Brad Pitt. <laughs> the uh, the new Flatliners record was awesome. Surprisingly, the new Demi Lovato album was really good. It's got some riffs on it. It's like a rock album. Oh, yeah, some of those songs I'm not are judging. really, really I threw, good. It's really I threw cool. Beyonce into the I know, conversation. It, it's, so. it's more my speed than anything she's ever put out. And like the lyrical content's actually pretty fucking dark. Yeah, 1729 is a fucking banger in a feminist anthem. Yeah, I think that's about... So good. I think that's about Wilmer Valderrama. It absolutely 100% that's is. that's the guy who it was that... The he was, absolute creep. He was 29 and she was 17 and they were dating. Yeah, and she's mm. now 29. Mm-hmm. And reflecting on the yeah. guy from your mama, yeah. <laughs> I love that it wasn't Fez; it was the guy from your mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm scream was awesome. Zach got me into mm, that, yeah. so thank you 
for oh, that. Oh man, what a fucking band! <laughs> it took me a few months, but I finally listened to that last week. Yeah, Dude, what a fucking like, what am band. I waiting? Uh, <laughs> what was I waiting for? <laughs> we came as Romans was cool because it was the first thing they put out since their singer died. So mm. there's a lot of uh, dark songs on that fucking record. Mm. Um, I guess the only other one I'll note is uh, No Trigger. Oh um, man, special shout out to the No Trigger. That album's insane. And they, uh, I finally got to see them at Riot Fest, and that they set were was phenomenal. A fucking blast! <laughs> it was so much fun. They played criminally early, but I swear to God, like I had fifteen friends that were all at that set that I just interweaved with. Yeah, they were at like one o'clock. Yep, <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, oh, all my friends are here early and watching the skate punk band. Good for everybody. Yeah, proud of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no trigger. Weirdly, our friends' brothers' band. Oh yeah, John Odiner's the drummer of that band now. So. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> fucking, yeah, I got to. Say what up to him. The world is small. Um, mm-hmm. Hi, what's up? Um, so <laughs> my favorite album of this year is uh, the Mountain Goats put out an album called Bleed Out. The song training montage is a gem of all things. Everyone should listen to it. Uh, same with the song Wage Wars, Get Rich, Die Handsome hmm. is a great song off that album. I don't know if they... Every, every release that they've done is super good. I've gotten like um, reintroduced to a couple albums this year that it came out a long time ago. So when we were in um, Louisville, <laughs> the sound guy was playing a bunch of math rock. And I was like, is this Piglet? <laughs> and he was like, uh, fuck yeah, it is. So the Lava Land EP, just obsessed. Just reintroduced to that. I don't nice. I don't even know when it came out, but like love it. And then he introduced us to the band Floral. So they oh, have yeah. a um an LP that came out in 2020 that I've been listening to pretty much on repeat for this whole year. Like this has been absolutely the year of math rock nice. for me. Nice. Um it is the year of math rock. There are a lot of good math rock bands. One I found recently with Ben Quad, if you listen to them. No. Mm-mm. They're kind of we'll like, talk a, later, like emo. They're kind of like that, I don't know, like newer kind of like math rock sound. I came across them on TikTok. They're really good. Favorite releases, I got to oh. say the No Pressure LP that came out this summer was really good. I like them a lot. It's got that kind of old school, like early 2000s pop punk vibe to it that I like a lot. Yeah. And a lot of hints of like all of my favorite songs from like early the story so far. Mm-hmm. Like everything I love about that is kind of just like sprinkled in to that vibe. And uh, it's really good. And just like a crazy uh, range of albums that influence me as a musician. Because like my next favorite is 1111 by Pine Grove. Okay. And then Self Help by Future Teens was really good. Um, and related to that, seeing them at that show with Rat Tally was also incredible. And um, they have a new record, too, called In My Car that are released around the same time. Um, and I've been listening to that. Like, I probably listen to it top to bottom, like, once a week or once every other week. I, the, <laughs> rarely ever are there, like, records that, like, uh, I find that good that I listen top to bottom like that. Right. Um, Honorable mentions for me that I liked but don't love. The Hum Goes On Forever, the newest release by The Wonder Years. Yeah. Um, Everything They Do is great. And then Kings of the New Age by State Champs was also very good. Fuck yeah. I think the last question that we'll do, and then we'll talk about what we have coming up, we'll do uh, what's like a band that you kind of discovered this year. 
or like whether it's a local band, a smaller band, or just something. We kind of talked about some of these, like like you talked about, uh, like Rat Tally and and whatnot. Yes. Um, but I do, yeah, I do do have another. I guess other bands that I found that I yeah, really like. we can keep keep Who that conversation it? going. Who is it? Drop the name. <laughs> yeah, let's like. Yeah, um, we'll reverse bust it. Bust them out. Uh, yeah, we'll go backwards for this one. But um, I gotta say, and I'm I'm bummed that um, at our holiday show um, that we played with Good Hangs. Oh yeah, they are very good. Unfortunately, two of their members could not make that show, and they had to do an acoustic set. But I am going to definitely look at, be looking out for the next thing that they book as a full band because. They're really good. I've been listening to them on repeat lately. So I've got a bone to pick with that band because uh, when they st- <laughs> when they started off their set, they're like, "All right, everyone, everyone, just do this with us. Close your eyes and imagine you're in high school. You're a loser. You're on the bus and you're sitting there and you're trying to listen to your your, your music to try and escape from the terrible world you're in. And I'm backstage, hungover as sin, and I'm like, I didn't need this, you bastards. This is not the place I was trying to mentally project myself to. They really, yeah, they really like And you're that. on the bus, and you're in high school, and you're a loser, and you're hungover as shit. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't hungover in high school. And you're gonna school, throw but... up, but you don't know which person you're gonna throw up on. No, they really set that scene, they really set that scene yeah. for like... They do. It was, it was technically yeah. good, but like, just at the time, I was like, I didn't need to think about this, you bastards. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I miss those days of like, well, not like hating myself in high school, but... Yeah, high school is terrible. Uh, <laughs> I t- <laughs> High school sucked, sucked, and I'm glad I uh, started therapy after high school, but um, (laughs) I... um, Emo music didn't do it for you. (laughs) No. The uh, the upsides by the Wonder Years could only take you so far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I want to give an honorable mention to, I saw the Wonder Years with Spanish love songs while I was down in Florida, and they played the upsides and Suburbia. That was nice. also one of the best shows I saw this year. Hell yeah. That'd very very late yeah. entry onto that list. But. <laughs> um, bands I found out about this year who I love is Feels Like Karma. So there are like rehearsal space neighbors. Yeah, um, they practiced two doors down from us and they, they played this last uh, yeah, Christmas so show good. with us. Um, and then Shara Nova. So she opened up for Andrew Bird and mm. is just like the weirdest artist person that I've ever met, but she's like a folk opera singer slash composer slash like just like a weird ass human who I'm completely uh, here for. Hell yeah. Yeah. She's like a feather boa astronaut type human. And feather boa <laughs> astronaut. It's great. <laughs> Wild. I love Damn. that description. Um, a couple bands that were discovered by me this year. Um, I think the first one I'll mention is leisure hour who we played with in Indiana Yes. Um, I'm sorry, Leisure Hour. That they're playing Snooze you. Fest this year, which we'll get to later. But um, yes, but yeah, they're just a lot of fun to watch. They had a fucking bubble machine, just filling the room with bubbles <laughs> while they were playing, and they're just a three piece. Um, their drummer uh, Ray is one of the most like entertaining people to watch play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're a blast. So I, I think they just recorded a record. So I think they're putting a record out this year. Good. Um, and the other one was a band I saw fairly recently. Larissa works for uh, Ruido Fest, and there's this Ruido Fest Presents show at Cobra Lounge. There was some band from Mexico, I don't remember their name, but the two local openers were Scarlett Demore, uh, who's awesome, and Totally Cashed, who I'd never heard of before. 
and they were the most entertaining local band I've seen in a long fucking time. They, um, I remember they started their set out. Their singer has like a mullet and a mustache and I'm like, hell yeah, already I like this. And, uh, he looked at the guitarist and he goes, you're wearing a hat. This is what, this is your hat show. (laughs) I was like, that's amazing. And then halfway through the first song, he just like shoulder checked him and just grabbed his hat and threw it. And he's like, no, you're not wearing this fucking hat. And then they're just, their stage actors were crazy. He's literally throwing his guitar around. Fuck it. Like stage diving, hanging off of shit, being crazy. At one point, the bass player and the drummer made out halfway through, like during a song. And I was just like, this is all a whole lot of awesome. (laughs) So fuck. Yeah, it was, that was a blast. So definitely check out totally cashed. They're, they're fuck. Oh, and they're, they're, profile I, I don't know why their their thing is they like to make homemade bagels all right so on there i, I think it was their spotify there's just a, it just says we don't make music we make bagels and i was like fucking that's awesome uh well so that top album that i listened to that bad omens album mm-hmm. never heard of them before this mm-hmm. past year so that's an easy one for me but local i guess local bands like trash fiasco i don't know if anyone brought them up yet no not yet they were pretty wild and groovy. I don't know what the, it, it, I thought of it as like a spooky or spoopy. Oh. Like surf rock mixed with punk or something. I don't know. It was very they, cool. They were like like a like El- like heavy Elvis punk like heavy sing- punk white stripes or something like that. Yeah, it was like uh-huh. garage, it, yeah. Yeah. It was just he kind of reminds cool. me of like a like Jack White. I yeah. can see that. I, but like I, it was all like the goofy noises and sounds he was making that like just sounded like he was doing like the like Yeah, he had, <laughs> it definitely felt very like cramps inspired, which was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, he had like and he was doing he was like marching around on stage. Like he had a really cool stage presence, like very interesting, unique kind of vibe. So I enjoyed them a lot too. Hell yeah. Uh, for my favorite locals, I got to once again give a shout out to Won't Stay Dead. I technically mm-hmm. discovered them in 21, but man, did they define my 2022. Yeah. Um, also spent a lot of time watching Sweetie because for all summer, Sweetie and Won't Stay Dead were a package combo. Uh, they played right. Liars Club at least once a month, and I was at most of them. Yeah. I also discovered environmental encroachment this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Were Fucking, fucking phenomenal. Very much enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. They're uh I, I don't know how you would even describe it. It's a weird marching band like experience. Mukapaza, for anyone who knows Mukapaza. Whatever Alyssa said. <laughs> I'd seen them at Riot Fest because there was a year or two where they were just like wandering the, the Riot Fest grounds just playing. Sick. And um this was back in I don't know, twenty thirteen maybe or twenty fifteen, I don't know. But they uh but yeah, I was just like, Oh, it's like a punk rock marching band, kinda. Yeah. Like very dope awesome um and then i also got to see uh paper mice for the first time this year i know they've been around forever but i just got into them uh, during the pandemic and then this was like one of the first shows that they played since Hmm. um and fucking paper mice is fucking incredible i think Um, you put them on our garden fresh playlist once i definitely did yeah can't recommend them enough yeah hell yeah and also, I uh, want to just mention Scarlet Demore. Haven't gotten to see them yet, but I really like the record they put out. And Angelo, who used to be the drummer and won't stay dead, is in that band. <laughs> yeah, and they're Dude, very they're, good. I, I saw them at that show with Totally Cashed, and they were also uh, that was the first time I'd seen them. And I, I already knew that I liked their music, so I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun!" And we made sure we got there in time for for everything. And yeah, they were they were awesome. 
Yeah. So I definitely want to play some shows. I was talking to Angelo at that show. I was like, we need to get a scarred drill show together. And he was like, <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, definitely. But hell yeah. So I guess that was 2022. Um, the year of the burp. Good shit. So we have this year, our album's coming out. Eventually. It fucking better. <laughs> hell yeah. No, no, no. What the hell Sweet. is that? It, it so we've got a record will. coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, we've got a music video that will be out coming out sooner than later. We finished recording seven months ago or <laughs> something like Listen, that. Listen, the, gar- the, the Linden Method record took two and a half years to come out. So like, it, relax. <laughs> we're doing fine. Yeah, yeah but we are way more antsy. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> when? <laughs> no we just yeah it's just a long process everything's a long process but like <laughs> but yeah it's it's it should be coming out uh it's looking like um so don't quote me on it but it looks like that's that's when it's gonna be out um Current estimate it's gonna be <laughs> we just got our our Ooh, initial, that is really a summer we just got our our initial album artwork sketch and i'm very excited about it because mm-hmm. uh just like a rough idea of what it's going to be and it's uh pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, we're we're going to the same guy that did the Yikes artwork, uh Sebas Terrialt, I believe that's how you say it. Um it he's French Canadian, so um there's a lot Sebas. of weird words. But um yeah, he's awesome. He did the, the artwork for the Yikes EP. He does work for merch designs and shit for like no effects and lagwagon and uh, he did much the same as album artwork and um yeah just a lot of cool shit so he's great everything he does is great so i can't wait to see the final product on that um we've also got snooze fest coming up very soon yes february 11th um we got keep flying the day after cut your losses <laughs> leisure hour Goof. 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 The Runarounds and the Freedom Paradox. All homies. Solid lineup. All, all, it's a very eclectic lineup, too. There's like everything from like angry fuck the government punk to like dream pop. It's like that everywhere. That is my favorite <laughs> thing about this band. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. And um, yeah, we're going to be doing some shows with Keep Flying, too. And uh, and the day after um, around that um, outside of Chicago. So stay tuned for that. And that's all we really got out there right now. Um, but definitely a bunch more shows coming up. Going to definitely do try and plan some runs for whenever the record release comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stay tuned. We don't have a date for that yet, but we, we gotta, will soon. We learn all those songs again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't we, played um, them in a while. Oh, uh, Speaking of songs, um, something that happened this year that we can congratulate ourselves on, go out on a high note, um, social media hit... 100,000 streams on Spotify. So, where's oh, our yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Ow. 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 We need to do that more. We do. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So, yeah, I mean, good shit happened this year. Um, thanks to everyone who supported us this year, who whoever listens to this podcast, thank you. Um, thank you the most. Yeah, for sure. You put in the effort, the extra. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you at the shows this year, and new music this year, and it's a lot of cool shit gonna happen this year. So, get stoked. We're stoked. Are you stoked? If you yeah, if you stoked. listen to this podcast, <laughs> comment "I am sleepy" on our top Instagram post. We'll give you a secret prize. You will win a secret prize. Alyssa will girl gargoyle in your face.
that's the prize. I mean, if that's what she wanted, that's a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> On request. Oh, shit. Well, I love y'all. Well. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Have a great year. It's been to, a long one. Uh, get out of here. Oh. All right. Big ups, huh? Cool. In, well, in, see ya. <laughs> I'm just going to sneak right past you. Hey, oh. so uh, what's your favorite flavor of Dorito? Dorito? Of Dorito? Spi- spicy nacho. Spicy Tortilla nacho chip? or the, uh, was it the sweet chili, whatever? Oh, the vegan one. one. Pizza? Spicy too? Whatever the other spicy one is. Um, pizza. It's Don't they the, have like it's chicken the, and waffle flavor? I like the regular nacho Doritos. cheese because those are just uh, those the regular okay. nacho cheese. Regular nacho cheese because those, those Doritos flavor artisans are, they got to figure it out. And the, they struck gold. <laughs> I'll stand by this. They I'll, struck gold yeah. early on. And then they double down in a cool ranch. They, uh, you can't go wrong. One of my favorite tweets that I ever made was LL Cool Ranch. <laughs> I mean, I'm if you stick a one. Dorito in front of me, any flavor, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Na- nacho cheese is... It's the best. It's, it's, top. Ooh, it's the top. We yeah. should Unmatched. make like a YouTube video, like dog paw or Dorito. Eyes I'm pretty closed. sure I'd get 100% on that one. Do they you all, really? They, all, I don't they know. all smell the same. Yeah, they smell the same. Disagree? I disagree too. See, this is why we need pr- video. We proof. need our own uh, yeah. food podcast as yeah. well. <laughs> Everyone bring your dogs. Everyone bring your your Doritos. Can Everyone do bring your blindfolds. This is just good TikTok. Here content. we go. I'm cutting all this. No one can know. This is what we're doing <laughs> yeah. for TikTok. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> it's on. Okay. Ow! Okay, bye. Coyote crimes. Coyote times. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I come back down? I'm stuck in the While parasailing. You're a band. Greasy farts. Check it out. What's it all about? You guys about to Cheesy rap? Cheesy <laughs> butts. Great job. Exactly. Tell me about it. Sure are. Tell me about the stuff. Tell me why. Well. All right. Should we start? All right. See you later. All right. Bye, Ken. Okay, bye. <laughs> We've been talking for hours. I'm fresh out of jokes. What are we going to do? I know. We peaked it. We've got no Michael more Michael parasailing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was recorded, so I think we could just call it now. So thanks for listening. This has been another exciting episode. Thank you, <laughs> everyone. A, applause. A <laughs> applause now. What's your favorite flavor of combos? My favorite oh, I like flavor. Pizza <laughs> what? Ones. Probably pizza. That's the only <laughs> one I can like, think get of right this now. One. Oh, the pizza ones give me such bad heartburn. But wait, Nachos, what a- is that one? I like the pretzel with cheese. Pretzel with cheese. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, too. Oh, that's also my favorite meal in real life, so... Um, mm. I don't think they're actually combos, but the ones that are like pretzels with peanut butter in them. Oh yeah. Ooh. I could, uh, I could eat those all day. Yes. I know the ones. I don't think they're combos. They're, yeah. Anything pretzel, peanut butter. They're combo Game inspired. Over. We go on the weirdest fucking tangents on this. <laughs>
And uh, what was your favorite show not, that you played this year? You know what? I love peanut butter pretzels.